Well, I guess we're here. We're back after a week off. We did have a week off. And I uh, was listening. I think I might have mentioned this the other time. I was listening to the podcast. That music isn't in our podcast. It's not. No. So I I, I don't know how much he cuts. He probably cuts out this too, where we, where we sit here and talk about whether or not we're actually on the air. But you probably cut out the whole thing because it's not worth listening to. <laughs> There's more to cut out than just that. Yeah. Got it. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're back. Did you have fun in Texas? I did. I have fun. Does anybody not have fun in Texas? We had booze and shotguns. Yeah, yeah. So it yeah. was it was fun. Yeah, and, and, and fast cars? There were fast cars there. Did some driving? I did not do the driving. In the you didn't do the driving? No, I, I skipped that part. I, okay. I found, I, maybe I'm getting older, but I found after the seminars, I was kind of bushed. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Yeah, so maybe uh, maybe I just need to go to the gym more and you know, get in better shape. You need to do more and longer seminars, right, to get in shape. If I did an eight, if I bellowed out for eight hours, then a three-hour seminar would piece seem like cake. nothing. Just piece of cake. I can go race cars for a while. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, you flew oh. to Texas. You met everybody. You had a good time. You came home. Right. I goofed off. I could have gone to your house and gotten the computer and brought it back to the office and set it up, but I was afraid that I'd hook the wires up wrong and that I would think <laughs> it was wires doing... crossed. Yes, you've would... already got your wires crossed. Uh, no, they're disconnected. <laughs> you've disconnected your wires. <laughs> disconnected right. them. So anyway, we skipped last week, but we're here today. Right. So anything new and exciting to report anywhere? Newest, newish, and exciting-ish things to report. I, well, obviously, the things that are that are mostly on my mind are uh, Continental is a really good organization. Yep. Uh, I now I know that. Yep. Now no, I always knew. I mean, I've been to that seminar. I guess we've been going there to Uvalde to conduct seminars for their customers for how long? Twenty years. Twenty years. We've been working with Continental. So well, I've been working with Continental for about twenty. Five twenty-six years, but the right. Uvalde trips didn't start until about twenty years ago. Right, I believe Roger Stansby would have been. He was the first guy I worked. Yeah, at. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a long, long time. And ago. then Curtis Decker, and and then and then and then and then. Yeah, now, and that's the neat thing that I've enjoyed about working with Continental. I've worked with other tire companies, okay, but it would seem like I would work with a tire company, and the guy who would get me in there. And we would work together and have a good time. And then that person would get promoted or go to another job or quit or something. And the new guy didn't know me and we'd have to start over again and then things didn't work. But at Continental, every time the guy I worked with changed jobs, they would deliberately introduce me to the new guy. Right. And the transition stayed and we had continuous relationships. Right. They had the one fella there retiring. Mm -hmm. He thought they changed. He was very, he was an upset short timer. Mm-hmm. Because it was no longer as short as he thought. They they had changed the uh, retirement. Now, this is something you might not be familiar with mm-hmm. in your operation here. Mm-hmm. They changed the retirement from what they called 2550 to uh, 3060. Okay. Uh, I, I, I know what numbers are, 25 and 50 and 30 and 60, but I have no idea what they mean. Yeah, because it doesn't relate to your experience here in a, an MD alignment specifically. Okay. Uh, there is no retirement. There is. You work until no. you're dead. Right. And that's the way it is. I just work less. <laughs> yes. But yes, uh, so he was upset that he, he had been moved to a 3060 from a 2550 uh, visibly. But uh, other than that, I'm assuming that the 2550 means that 25 years you get 50%. Yeah, and they moved him to 60. thirty years and a sixty percent. Yeah, I, I assume. I, I really don't, but I have no idea. I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna be here until until I'm in the ground. Also, unless you train up Brady to to take over things. Well, you're still here. Well, there's that. <laughs> okay, so okay, yeah, there's got to be more. We, we we need more experts if I'm not gonna be active. So that, I just uh, don't know how quick that's gonna happen. We'll see what happens. We're not in a rush. No big deal, <clears throat> but uh, but that but the, what was happening was he was working with his replacement mm. and making sure that everything was going properly there. So yes, the same thing. Kevin Nauman working with Tom Johnson and uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. People, the people that are there have been working there for quite a while, and yes, they learned their job from. 
somebody that just made sure that it, it was a gradual improvement. Right. So the guy he was working with that's going to be his replacement now has to work five years with him before he gets to replace him. <laughs> no, he, he he's he's been shifted. Oh, he's he's got a new job. He didn't expect. Got it. I don't know what it is. I don't know where he's going. I I don't even really know his name. But okay. uh <laughs> okay. All right. That, that's uh yes. Retirement actually happens in other companies. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know about ours, but <laughs> okay. All right. So. That's that's the that's the news that was fit to print there. This here, this is the Rolling Toe Show uh, with Kevin and Mike Beckett here at the grave, and uh, we've got uh, a call-in talk show thing in the model of uh, what's that? Click and clack, click and clack, car talk, right? Or MythBusters, even even though they didn't take calls. Yeah, but we don't set things up and test them, so we're not MythBusters. No, well, we did set things up to test them. We're not going to do it again. That was years ago. We can we can tell you all about it, but yeah, uh, we do have a call in. And if anybody else wanted to call in, I hope you already know the number to call in is eight five five nine five zero three eight three five, and uh, and we'll so, ignore you. Yes, and the the one we've got here, I'll go ahead and bring in now. This is Paul. Howdy. Howdy. 2550 and 6030 sounds like something the tire company would come up with uh, relative <laughs> to the other numbers. It's so. <laughs> um, an odd one, yes. Yeah. So if you had a 6x2 tractor and you had dual tires on the drive axle, but you had a wide single on the lift, say it was a lift axle, you had a wide single on the lift axle, would this be funky to drive, or because they do it in Europe like that? Shouldn't be funky. You can see. No, I don't expect any problem with a, a dead axle having a super single. You can have a dead axle with a single. Uh, it's called a tag, and that's no big yep. deal at all. So yeah, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Okay, I was just checking because I thought of that the other day. It's like because the you know the one wide single is not as wide as two dual tires together. And I thought, Maybe That's not. correct. It's, right. Yeah, there's less footprint on the ground, and it's about 25 percent. It's probably narrower, but the, yeah. especially since it's not doing any driving, it wouldn't matter if it it's, was off center or center. It's just okay, going to get pushed around. So yeah, see, it's just tagging along for the ride, so to speak. So yeah, yeah. No, I don't see any problem with that. Okay, that's all I needed to know. Just checking. So cool beans, buddy. All right. Okay, thanks. All right. All right, so that's a, a simple question to start out. Does that give us a theme for the day, or are we uh, themeless? You're not, okay, so Mike is uh, tired. Uh, there we go. Okay, and next we've got another one here. We need we need Tony. I really don't know what Tony wants. We're going to find out here in just a second. Uh, hello, Tony. Good morning, guys. Uh, yeah, I had my truck aligned uh, about a year and a half ago in the alignment chat, and mm -hmm. those tires wore out really nice. I had a brand new set, and I just replaced Good. tires, and I got 15,000 miles on this one. And both mm -hmm. tires are got feather, they're smooth in going towards the frame, this is front end, and they're sharp coming out. Hmm. Too much toe in. It did that, did the toe change between the first set of tires and the second? Well, obviously uh, no. it did. No? Well, obviously yeah, it, did. it did change. Yeah. Because it was nice and smooth. And yeah. when they replaced your tires, did they do an alignment? No. no. Okay. So did you get any work done like uh, kingpins or anything? No. Huh. Okay. Yeah, then then uh, I would definitely go visit. Uh, 579 feet of built. Yeah, I would I would go visit the guy you had the alignment done last time and have him check it because the tires are saying you need an adjustment. Yeah, something happened, and it's it usually something happens and it results in toe out. Yeah, so an odd duck here that you've got toe in from this. I would have expected it to be uh, rough going in and smooth coming out. Right. Yeah. And probably and I can Yeah. No, everything's drive straight. Everything's good, but I can kill him in that little uh, cycling stripe in the middle of the train. Yep. Those little yep. short. Yeah. Yeah, right there. Yep. You can actually start in the field. 
Good. So get it in before you ruin a tire. Yeah. If, if you can solve the tra- problem while you can feel it, but you can't see it or measure it, it will save the tire. All right. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, guys. All right, buddy. Year and a half. Okay. That's not yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not actually all that long, but it depends on the. I, I heard it was a peep, but I didn't hear if it was. I, I don't recall what he said. Was it a long nose or? I, he gave the numbers, but I don't know what the numbers mean anymore. They've changed everything. I can't even keep up with the new models of tires. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of tires. But they're getting better is the thing that I've seen. The tires are not, it's not a tragedy that they've come out with a new tire anymore. <laughs> okay. So let's see. All right. Something about wheel bearings. Neil. Hello, guys. How are you? Good. Doing all right. What's going on? Um, a couple things. Um, on the new truck that I'm ordering, I was wanting to know, um, with, like, reset hubs on the drive and, and on the steer axles, would that be the way to go uh, as far as uh, helping the truck uh, stay in alignment uh, any better? Uh, you know, um, that I have to use. I, I know I spoke to you one other time about can you do a doctor preload on those preset hubs with like speedy nuts, I call them, or, or I torque nuts. Um, Okay, you can you cannot do a doctor preload if you got preset hubs. Okay. okay. All right, that's okay. one. Two. If I was buying a truck, I would buy it with the preset hubs. Yeah. Okay. The proof is on the pudding. They work. Okay. okay. For for two reasons. One, they will tend to be better set than a regular hub coming out of the factory. And two, they have over three times the warranty that a regular hub has. Yeah. And for good reason. Yeah. So I would definitely buy it with the preset hubs. Now, later in the life of the truck, if you have to replace bearings or seals or anything, you can take those preset sleeves out and do a doctor preload on them. Yeah. Because by then, the warranty's gone anyway. Okay, so right off the bat, so like getting it ready for the road, don't even worry about doing a doctor preload on them if they have preset. No. You get presets, leave them alone. Now wait, it's going to be oh, probably a half million miles before you have to deal with this issue. Right. Okay. Now I do have a shout out to you guys. Um, I had had some issues with my truck. Since it was due, I had took it to Rush Truck Centers and Truck Truck Centers, which were the International and a Freightliner West Star dealership, and mm-hmm. both done alignments on it. You can never fix the uh, issue. And I had talked to you guys, and you recommended Truck Entire Medic out of Warrington, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And uh, they got me lined up. I had to uh, put some bushings in the uh, rear end of the suspension, and some kingpins on the front end. And uh, they done a great job. Before they'd even do it, they told me that those were the issues. They said they could still do the alignment. But they wouldn't. They said they had uh, because they want the problem fixed first. Because if they did the alignment, that wouldn't last. Uh, right. But anyway, they got me, they got me fixed up, and uh, I really appreciate you guys recommending those guys to because this truck has never, from day one, has never rode or handled as good as it does now. I mean, they got that's excellent. That thing, thing is that's excellent. Spot on right now. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. We'll uh, we try to keep that service up with our people. Yes, truck and tire medic, and out of warranty. Yeah, and I watched, and I had spoke to you also about getting a system. And I watched they let me wash, uh, wash and use your uh, alignment system, and I couldn't believe how simple that thing was to use. Unbelievable. So unbelievably simple is good. Yes. <laughs> well, I will keep you. I just wanted to ask you that and uh, uh, give you guys uh, some uh, thank yous and. Uh, I'm done, so I'll get off of here. Let's get you done with the school. Thank you much, buddy. You have a good day. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. Yeah, those are the kind of calls we like to have. Yeah. Uh, We know we have a lot of customers out there that are doing really good work. Uh, It's it's very nice to hear a direct testimony that they are doing what they're supposed to. Um, And that's uh, something I had to go over with uh, the people there in Uvalde, different fleet managers. We had tire dealers, we had tire reps and manufacturer reps. Uh, one of the things I had to go over was you have some some options. 
you can get yourself better handling, or you can get yourself better tire wear, or you can get yourself better handling and tire wear. Now, actually, I lied. You can't get better tire wear without better handling. So first, that was not an option. But the, So second, you either get better handling or you get better tire wear and handling. And both of them take just as long. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the, the point that we're trying to get you to here is do the alignment right and you'll get the handling that you were trying to get and the tire wear. Yeah, and if you're going to fix the truck, fix it. Fix it. Yeah, don't let it. Don't uh, do an alignment uh, on a vehicle with loose bearings, bad kingpins, shot bushings. You didn't accomplish anything. You 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 got some numbers on the screen, but you didn't fix the truck. Yeah, and another story from that. Uh, I was in another country, another country doing seminars for another tire company, and they took me to one of their company-owned alignment shops, mm -hmm. and I was trying to explain to the guy that you have to fix that truck before you can align it. Right. And he says, well, A, we don't do mechanical repairs. We just do alignments. And B, I don't get paid for rejecting trucks. Right. So if they show up here, they're going to get an alignment. It's just not going to be uh, worth a shit. It's not their problem. That's a, that's a crazy way of doing things. It's yeah, like... It Saying that you're going to sell tires, but you're not actually going to mount them. Right. <laughs> right. All right. We do have another question on the on the line here. A vibration is all it says. <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> the caller's name is uh, Mr. Deeds, Mr. Dirt E. Deeds. Dirty so let's Deeds. see what happens here. <laughs> oh. I hit it. It didn't happen. I hit it again. It still didn't happen. I hit it a third time, and we got it. Okay. Uh, there you go. Okay. Hi, Dirty. Hell, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I, I've had a vibration um, in the feet and seat for five or six years. It's, it's minor. It doesn't bother me. I've changed a lot of things in five or six years, not necessarily chasing the vibration, but uh, nothing seems to help. And, and it's, it's between like 52 and 55 miles an hour. It's very pronounced when I'm bobtail. And when I'm loaded, if, if I didn't know to look for it at that speed, I wouldn't be able to feel it. And I just, uh, I'm getting ready to put my winter tires on and I, I, I have an extra set of rims. So it's not a rim issue because I've swapped rims back for seasons as well. Um, so I, I guess I don't, I don't know what else to do. I got Centromatics on all six corners. Um, Can I ask what the truck is? It's a uh, Western Star 4900. Does it matter what gear you're in when you're in that speed range? No, because I re-geared last spring, and now I never, I rarely get into my top gears. So, yeah, so, yeah, so I, I can either be in 13th, 12th, 11th, or 10th, and it'll, it'll still have okay. that same thing. And I, I mean, I've, and like I said, I, I just, I built, rebuilt the engine this summer, and I even have the engine balanced. Um, okay, well, no, the clutch no, this is, is balanced. I, we've, now I we've already eliminated. The, yeah, we've already eliminated all of that stuff because of the fact that it's just, it doesn't matter what gear you're in. Yeah. So it doesn't matter about the RPMs. It matters about wheel speed. Okay. Now you said you re-geared. Did you re-gear the transmission? Do you re-gear the rear diffs? The rear diffs. Okay. Um, and you've got balance stuff on when it vibrates at that speed range. Does it matter if you're accelerating or decelerating? It does it both times. Okay. It All right. It does it on the way up, on the way up and on the way down. Okay. So that eliminates a lot of things. All right. The only other thing I can think of that to test that is simple and it's easy is to take the interaxle drive shaft out between the two rear diffs lock the power divider and go for a test drive and just see is it okay. the front or back or does it if they're fighting with each other eliminating that drive shaft eliminates the fight and the vibration will be gone that would give you something to focus on yeah if you took it out and it was still there well then it's not a fight between the gears right and it's also not the rear okay 
Okay. Yeah, I did have I did have the drive line balanced maybe a yeah. year and a half ago. I had it rebuilt, rebalanced, new U joints, and had a balance and everything. But uh, I never drove around with it without the without the bogey shaft in there. Did Did you rebalance the bogey shaft too? I didn't specify to rebuild it, but I said I told the shop uh, all new U joints and balance everything. So well, I would ask. I didn't, yeah, I didn't I specifically ask. specify to balance that one, but they may not have. Uh, they may have just done the front drive line. Well, if that one's out of balance, then you still have the problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That that almost makes sense, and it's something I haven't done. I mean, yeah. I think change actually changing the transmission. Uh, I did. 700,000 ago. But other than that, I think everything, literally everything has been changed. But I have, yeah, the U-joints have been changed on that shaft, but I don't know if it was balanced. Okay. All right. Very okay. good. All well, right. that'll give you something to try. That'll give me a direction. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Good luck to you. Yep. All right. So you wanted to get into engines. Yes. Yeah. Power. And what you did in that conversation was just immediately tell him that it's not engines. It's not engine. <laughs> not in. too bad. No, too bad. Right. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wanna I wanna specialize in engines. All right. That's uh all right. So that's all the calls. So that's all for today. I guess we'll just pack it up and go home. I'm I'm in favor of that. I'm looking for a nap. Oh, um, I guess we got a half hour left, but uh if anybody else did have any calls, we, we could take them at 855-950-3835. And uh, sometimes vibrations are okay, but even in this case, while we're helpful, that's still not really our wheelhouse when you start right out saying, I don't actually have an alignment problem because my problem is in the feet and the seat. Yes. Uh, so, okay. I did have a one interesting call yesterday I, I, I'd like to mention. It was from somebody that does not have our equipment, uh, but has been doing alignments for quite some time and uh, wanted to know, wanted us to know that he is solving all of the problems that he's got with our tire issues by changing the caster. And how's he changing the caster? Well, with caster wedges. But what's he doing? Is he increasing caster, he decreasing caster? caster on the right side like the like he's taught, and it fixes it. So he's increasing caster on twisting the front axle. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's fixing all of the problems. Okay. Right. <laughs> if he's happy, that's fine. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, but he's a, yeah, his um, a reason for looking us up at all was that he's uh, he's got to start working on these hollow tube Hendrickson Mm-hmm. Steers, mm-hmm. and he can't twist those axles. So now he's got to do something else to fix mm-hmm. all the same problems he has everywhere else. I've got a couple of our guys with our equipment that still miscaster axles. Caster, yeah. They they just feel it's it gets the job done. They're happy with it. They don't care, and that's great. If, right. you, if it's not a problem for you, then it's not a problem for me. <clears throat> yep, not really my issue. It's an issue between you and your customer. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I do want to. Let's see. He said he had tested our methods. I'm not involved in his test, though, so I can't prove out what he did. The thing I forgot to mention was that if you have the same caster side to side on a, on a steer axle, we have we not only have a, a alignment setting we want you to have, we have a performance that we want you to have, mm-hmm. and that is that at 60 miles an hour, no wind, right lane. If you were to let go of the steering wheel on a nice straight road, it should take more than two seconds from the middle of the lane for the right tire to get to the white line. That's with zero caster. Zero differential. Right. Right. If that's what's happening, then you've done what you needed in the rear end. If that's not what's happening, you're still not done. Well, the other standard of of whether the rear ends are where we want them is, do you get inside wear on the left front tire and outside Outside wear on the the right right front front tire? tire? Yeah, and that's the problem that he's getting. Yeah, he just throws shins at and believes that he's solving. Well, he's, I asked him, "What is it that you think Caster is doing that solves tire wear?" Well, he puts in a wedge. No, literally, what is it doing that solves tire wear? I didn't really know what that would be. Right. Well, you're increasing belt. you're increasing the drag in the left front tire compared to the right front tire, and that difference in drag fights the gravity pulling you to the right. 
and tries to pull you to the left using the left front tire as, as the pivot. Okay. So if that's what you're trying to accomplish one way or another, by setting the rears or by differential, the caster, you are trying to offset the force of gravity pulling you to the right. 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 But, uh, twisting caster doesn't change the fact that there is gravity pushing the tire. To no, the right. no, it doesn't let gravity is always there. Right. You're trying to induce a second force to overcome gravity. Right. And, uh, twisting the, he says that he sometimes he has to add multiple ends to get it to where it's got to. Well, now see if he doesn't have his rear end set, right. Either perfectly straight or slightly coned to the left, then slightly coned to the right works with gravity and you have to have more caster split to overcome not only the gravity but the force of the drive axles or pointing the both axles to the right or pointing both axles to the left or having a slight twist in your frame yeah all these all these things all these little forces yes become something that you're trying to overcome right caster right <clears throat> all right all right we got a couple of calls here i'm a i'm i need a nap <laughs> all right uh while you're sleeping i'll take this uh Call from Mike. If it's interesting, I'll wake up. We'll see. Hello, Mike. Hey, have you had any experience with the Odorts and Balance Master several months ago for a trailer? And they had a little pamphlet in there for balancers, both on balancers for your drive shaft. Balancers for the drive shaft. Yes. Balance Masters make yep. balancers for the drive shaft. They make balancers for the engine, uh, torque converter at the front, uh, yep. uh, engine balancer. Yes, they make all kinds of stuff, and I have heard they work very nicely. Yep. Okay. I don't have a vibration, but it seemed like a good idea. As I assume with mm -hmm. all the grease caking up, it's got to get off balance. The, yeah. Over time. Yeah. It's always something. Yeah. And and the well-done weights on a drive shaft can eventually break loose and come off, and if you've got a pre-mounted balance system, it'll accommodate that. Okay. That'd be worth looking into. I just never never seen that before. The, mm -hmm. the guy with the vibration before, if he's pulling the same trailer all the time, it could be in the trailer. I, I had that issue and replaced my steel wheels just because they were wearing and my vibration went away. Yes, and but he indicated that when he's bobtailed, it really is bad. Okay, no, I didn't get that part. Yeah, I, so I, I, I went away from the part. trailer based on that comment. But you were right. A lot of times the problem from the trailer transfers into the truck. And you, I don't know how much of the other show you listen to, but you, you are aware that Pittsburgh Power now has one of those fancy vibration machines. Oh, yeah, he's got a beautiful one. Yeah, well, they put the sensor in there. I, I, don't, I haven't seen it, but I just heard him talking about it. Yeah, that, I, I'll, I'll send everybody with a vibration problem to Pittsburgh Power because I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I know you didn't. You've got to get you one of those machines. No, 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 no. I'm retired. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Okay, that's all, all I had. Bye. 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 Yes. All I need is more reasons for people to come talk to me about vibrations. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. Okay. We have a turning radius question. This will be fun. Hello, Brad. Yeah, hi there. Hey, I We're got good? a uh, 2012. Yeah, I got a 2012 386 Peterbilt, and it turns to the right pretty well. Uh, two and a half turns on the steering wheel to the right. When I go to the left, I only got a turn and three quarters. Okay. There's two ways this could be happening. One way is that there's steering stops on the back of the spindle plate that hit the axle and yeah, prevent you from turning there. Yeah. If they're adjusted yeah, wrong, they could be hitting the axle when you go left because they're screwed out too far. Right. Are they the same length on both sides? No, I can only see three threads on the right side and about 12 on the left side. Okay, so you need to screw that in some more so that you can turn some more. Okay. Okay? Now, if you turn yeah. it in, what they're supposed to do, if you read the book, is when you reach the point where it won't turn anymore to the left, the steering gearbox is supposed to be stopping it. And that, bolt should, and that bolt should be about an eighth of an inch away from the axle. Okay. Can you turn your radio down? Because I'm hearing myself in an echo. Yep, there you go. Okay, cool. All right. So, 
still getting it, but whatever. Whatever. Um, I assume when you turn it to the right and you can only see three threads, when the steering wheel won't go any further, the bolt is not hitting the axle. But the other uh, it looks side like is. it is a little bit. Okay. When you turn the other way, it's definitely against the axle. Yeah. Okay. So screw that bolt in some more to give yourself more turns. Okay? Okay. Yep. That'll work. I'll Not a problem, time. buddy. All righty. You have a good day. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, sir. All right. A simple steering geometry question. Yeah, somebody screwed his bolt out. Yeah, into on the left side. Yeah, and not on the right side. But you know, anything can happen. Yeah, that's right. interesting. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Now uh, we had a nice picture. Okay, we talked to people about the fifty-five degree wheel cut. Yes, and that you can use that steering stop to reduce the turning radius or increase the turning radius. Reduce. reduce increase the turning, radius. the turning radius will get increase larger. The turning angle. Right. However that works. All right. Uh, I know I'm saying that wrong. Well, and the reason we point out the bolt on that particular problem is it's a lot easier to adjust that bolt to get rid of that sharp angle problem than it is to try and adjust the internals on the steering gearbox. Exactly. Everybody understands a bolt. However, sometimes that bolt just isn't long enough to shorten the turning radius the way we're looking. Yeah, by the time you screw it out enough, it falls out. falls right out. So you got to get a new bolt. Right. And I need to warn everybody, do not get the hex head bolt to replace it. Get the square bolt to replace it. Mm-hmm. This is the hex head bolt meets the embossment at the wrong angle. Angle. Right. And ends up bending the bolt. Right. All right. All right. Get that out of the way. Uh, what else have we got here? Oh, it's, uh, we've got about 20 minutes or so. Uh, if anybody has any questions about tires, handling, alignment, some vibrations, Chrome, marriage counseling, <laughs> or marriage counseling, uh, or let's see, house renovations. Sure. <laughs> uh, oh, and I do have a note, by the way. I've, I've, I'm showing here that on 11-2, we will not have a show because uh, Kevin's got something going on. So next week we're not here? Right. Is it next week, 11-2? It is. Wow. Yeah. So we had a, we had a week off. Then we have to work for a week. Then we have another week off. Well, you had to work last week because I wasn't here. I wasn't working. You weren't working. I was just in the office. <laughs> work. And next, yeah, next week, your whole slate is clean. That's nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Okay. So if anybody wants to get anything out of Mike, they're going to have to do it in the next 20 minutes. Good luck. Uh, <laughs> his naps are going to be epic next week. Um, all right. The only other things I got here going on that I can think of are I am going to try to put together a another another video here today and tomorrow. I should have I should have thought of this at the beginning of October because it's a Halloween video. I'm just going to take pictures of all of the scary things that we've seen on these trucks in the last few years, <laughs> and I'm going to put it to scary screams and music, and uh, just uh, uh, put together something that uh, highlights uh, <clears throat> the problems, that you, the, the scary things that you're trying to get rid of in your life, and how we might be able to help. Like, like thrust bearings, we've got pictures of thrust bearings that are solid chunks of rust, right? or a picture of a kingpin assembly would it still assembled, mm-hmm. but no thrust bearing in there? No thrust bearing in there, right. Okay. Or the, okay. Or the, I've got one. I, I I used to have two others of a kingpin. You got the wheel shaking, and you can see the wheel move over an inch. Yeah, yeah. In and out. Yeah. Um, or, or the broken kingpin. Or, okay, I got a picture of a, it's an airliner, freightliner, airliner suspension. On the front axle, everything looks normal, and then you pan to the back axle, and there is no bushing at all around the pin. Just gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just an empty uh, donut. Uh, the truck seems to roll under a little bit. I don't bit. know why. It's, it's, I don't know why. Bad. it's got bad handling. It's, it's, it's uh, handling a little bit. must have screwed up the alignment. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> okay. All right. I got another call here. Do we have a call? I don't know. Maybe the person's name is Casey. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. I got a question about steer tire wear. On my left front steer tire, it's sharp when you rub your hand in towards the frame, and on the right, it's sharp out. 
Drive axles are out of alignment. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Your, your rear end's pushing the steers in one direction. You got a 95% chance we're correct on that. There's a 5% chance it's something else. Yeah. But start by making sure you get a good alignment. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I replaced them torque rods and seemed to help, but it's still wearing a little bit funny. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you replace the torque rods, and uh, let's see, when it was brand new or in the first few couple, three, four years of the, of the vehicle's life, uh, it slowly settled into a particular alignment, and you'd have to add shims on one side compared to the other more and get it to drive straight. And then when you replace those torque arms, you've, you've undone all of that settling, and now it has no idea where it's supposed to be. you got to realign it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, well, we can solve that with the rear end, as we say, at least 95% of the time. I'd say it's closer to 98. Okay. Sounds good. Appreciate your help. All right. You bet. Have a good day. Yep. You too. All right. All right. Well, let's see here. That's uh, that's all the things I wanted to cover for the day. Is there anything that we, what's on our, our agenda? I didn't want to cover anything for the day. <laughs> You're getting worse with your old age. Yes, I am. Yeah. I say I, uh, I was very nervous about filling the old man's shoes when I went to this Uvalde training and did the seminar four days in a row for fleets and tire dealers. From yeah, that was the first time you went there by yourself. Yes, first time. And uh, see, I've been there before when Mike is speaking, and uh, nobody cares about the guy that's sitting in the corner listening. They all want to talk to the guy there, uh, Santa Claus, that's uh, got all the treats. So this time I went, and it turns out that as long as you're the guy that is doing the speaking, you speak competently, you uh, answer uh, uh, competently all the questions they've got and present uh, a coherent uh, argument for what you're presenting, you know, they, they all uh, appreciate you. So that was that was good. In other words, you, you passed the bullshit and they bought it. Yeah, it, I I remember just starting out at 24, 25 years old. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what I said. They didn't want to hear it. You're too young. I was too young. I could, there's no way I could know what I'm talking about. Now that I've got gray, balding hair, as much as I don't want to admit it, it's disappearing. I saw that. But uh, now that I'm a little grayer, they, they, they actually listen and uh, respect it. It's kind of nice. It is kind of nice. Yeah. All right. All right. We don't have any more calls here. And we got just a few minutes. Let's see. We don't have a show next week. Nope. The week after that is a regular week. Um, nothing, nothing crazy going on. Um, I don't have anything until the 14th. I don't have anything happening here other than regular work. So... I guess there's really nothing fun to report. No. The only thing we're doing is we're getting ready already. We're getting ready for the Mid-America Trek Show, trying to figure out where we're going to be, trying to figure out what we're going to take. That's in March. It's in March, but we got to, we got uh, preparation to, to get in gear for that. Hmm. Uh, we don't just want to show up. Uh, that's And that is plenty of time ahead. I hope to see everybody there. I'm sure there will be plenty of drivers as there are coming to the booth, talking about their situation, their successes, and their problems. Other than that, I got uh, I got nothing else going on here. I got nothing either. Yeah, I'm ready to, I got more, I got to get done before the weekend. And there's nobody on the phone? There's nobody here. So y'all got one minute or less to call in. And then we're going to quit. And we're going we're gonna to be done for the day. We gotta, We don't need to sit here and kill time. No, no. This is why I always, I had a mobile alignment business. You did? Because I didn't want to have a shop that I had to sit at and wait for somebody to show up. Right. You'd go to the golf course. Yes, I'd go to the golf course. When the phone rang, I'd go wait fix for the, the truck. Phone to ring. It was yeah. easy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I had a joke. I forgot it. I will try to have it the next time. Oh, damn it. We got a call. <laughs> <laughs> we got a call. We got to keep working. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's take this one here from... Uh, I don't know, Joe. Yo, Joe. Yo, 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 what's happening, brothers? Just kind of killing time. 
Yeah, well, I didn't want you to. I didn't want you to kill time. I wanted you to make it useful. So Word. can you? Re- yeah. Well, it's not really work. It's just a little useful knowledge okay. that I'm looking for, and you have okay. some of it, and I want you to share it. Okay. So mm-hmm. when you're looking at tires, I had a situation on my drives where I blew a tire, and I had to match up a tire with it. Mm-hmm. What is the height arrangement again that you try okay. to stay within you know and these are duels uh, four thirty seconds within a pair of duels on tread depth okay that's what i thought they should be the same brand casings yeah they were the same tire actually i was lucky that's good and they need to have inflation within five pounds okay all right and well, obviously the closer on all those numbers the better the tire wear will be right yeah, it was a little more than that, and I was concerned, and I was thinking, should I get these off and get new tires and just get good trade? And well, once, once you bought them and put them on there, then you just might as well let the tire tell you when it, if it starts wearing funny, super her off. If they wear okay, shrug your shoulders and keep moving. Yeah, and that's that's basically what I did. I put them on about two weeks ago, and I've been watching it, and initially it was showing a line a couple inches in from the inside edge. Mm-hmm. This was put on the in, This was an inside tire, um, mm-hmm. but I, I don't. I didn't check it today. But a couple mm-hmm. days ago, it was I was seeing that, and I was like, oh, I don't want to ruin this. It's a good tire. Right. It'd probably be better to get. Is this on a trailer? Or is this on a drive? Drive. Are they lug tires? Yes. Okay. If you put your hand on the tread. Slide your hand around toward the front of the truck and then slide it toward the back. It will feel sharper as you go toward the back. That's heel and toe wear. That's from engine torque and brake application. If the difference in height of those tires is too much or the inflation is wrong too much, one of them will feel much sharper than the other, and that's an early indication that it's scrubbing itself off. Okay. That's kind of what I thought. I wasn't 100% sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and. And then the, the second question, and I'll pay you twice as much, obviously, for this answer. Mm-hmm. Good, good. For the first one. I've learned, yep. you know, you guys are pretty strict on your pricing, and that's okay. Boy, are we. Yeah, I okay. And, and so my other question is, the one set of tires, they were different brands on the front axle compared to the back axle. Mm-hmm. At what point do you not... Um, that's my real question. One set's getting really worn, and I don't know if I should just do all eight tires or what's the, I guess my question is, what's the difference in 30 seconds of an inch from the front drive axle to the rear drive axle? 15. 15. Oh, 15. That's quite a bit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. If you've exceeded that, you got a problem, but yeah. you can stay within it. Yeah, okay. if I'm 15 or less between the front and the rear, I should be okay. And that's not specifically for the tire wear. That's to protect the gears. Yes, yeah, and that's what I thought, and that's why I'm surprised that it's that high of a number. 15 mm-hmm. is, you know, half of a tire life. Well, right. if, you, if, you, if you read the manual on the axles, the manual says eight, okay? Oh, okay, all right. But... Over years and years of experience, we found you can go up to 15 and it's still okay. Right. And obviously, okay. the closer you keep all of this stuff, the more likely you are to avoid the issues that we're talking about. Yeah. And best tire wear, best gear life and everything is if both axles are identical, but that doesn't occur in real world. Right. And it takes a yeah. lot of money or time to rotate them and if they're only a couple of 30 seconds different. Yeah. Now, yeah. as far as as far as maintaining it, what we do is let's say you got a brand new set of eight. Yeah. The rear drive axle tends to wear twenty five percent faster than the front drive axle. Right. So when the rear driver is four thirty seconds more worn than the front, then I say that's time to X rotate your tires. Yep. Okay. And I, unfortunately, I had to put tires on. I bought the truck used, and I wound up mm-hmm. having to put uh, tires on at different intervals. Mm-hmm. for the each axle so yeah, um, yeah so what i'm trying to figure out at this point i guess it'll 
I got a tire guy who's, who likes to buy used tires. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll run by him and I'll say, what would you give me for all the used ones on here? And then should I take eight and I'll do the math equation. Otherwise I'll just put four on the axle that. Well, how much trade debts have you got left on the ones you got? Well, the front ones, they're, they're at the front axle. I got one tire. It's at two thirty seconds. And then it's there's others. Yeah, they got to come off. They're due for winter anyway. So, okay. um, but the other axle, I didn't measure it yet, and I'm going to do that now. But that's why I figured they're pretty good. Okay. They're they're probably my guess is they're probably fourteen thirty okay, seconds. Okay, now here's yet. here's another thing you can do that will give you good tire wear and protect your gears. You take the old tires that are on the rear axle that are fourteens, and you put them on the right. left side of the truck. You buy four other tires that are taller or shorter or whatever, and you put the short tires on the right side of the truck. Then the average rotation between the two axles is the same. That protects the gears, and the tires wear fine. Oh, okay. Didn't think of it that way. Boy, you're giving me a lot of knowledge here. I hope you don't charge me triple for this. Well, there's a surcharge for this one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Back to an invoice in the mail. (laughs) Yeah. Well... You know, I'll just tell my wife when it comes, she can pay it. I'm not paying. There you go. You know, <laughs> there you go. Put it on that credit card that got canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, if she puts it on her credit card, it's just added to the rest of the credit card shit she's got. <laughs> that she doesn't pay there off every go. month. Yeah. There you go. Um, okay. Right. Uh, well, I appreciate that, guys. Thanks very much. I always appreciate what you guys do. Glad to help you. Have a great day. Yep. You too. Right. Thanks. Bye. We got two more. All right, now this one is going to be hopefully pretty quick and easy. It's heel toe wear. Okay. Hello, Dan. Yes, hello. So my name is Dan, but I said the wrong thing. It's feathered wear. Feathered wear. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what's uh? Bought a bought a a tire at an auction. One of those high end Michelin tires. Yep. But it has feather wear on it. It's still about eighty percent tread. Uh huh. If I remember what I think I've learned, if I put it in a steer spot, there's nothing I can do. Even though my truck is good, it'll keep wearing that way, right? No, no, no. Can you see the feathered wear or can you just feel it? Oh, you can even see it. Okay, yeah, that's pretty bad. pretty bad. All right. Is there a difference in 30 seconds right to left? No, I wouldn't say no. There's not. Okay, then the odds are it'll flatten out. Yeah, just put it put it so that oh. the feathering is sharp uh, toward the right side of the tread, so it's pushing That's towards right. the crown of the road. Yeah. If it's on the left side, have the feathered okay. edge aimed in. If it's on the right side, have the feathered edge aimed out. And if there's nothing wrong with your alignment, since since there's no difference in tread depth, the feathered wear should disappear. Right. Oh, okay. Well, that's encouraging news. So. Right. The other the other way we've straightened out that is: Do you have a pair of those steer tires, or just one? Just one. Okay. If I had a pair, you could take the pair, mount them on a drive axle as a pair in one position, run them for ten thousand miles, and the drive axle will flatten them out. Yeah. Okay. I was going to get to that, but you. But okay, that's good too. Yeah. So. Okay. Oh, yeah. Going backwards a little bit here, talking about the steer, you want to make sure it's pointed uphill because if it's pointed downhill, gravity and the feathering will agree to keep wearing the tire in the same fashion. Yeah. That's why you you want the sharp edges in on the, on the left side and the sharp edges out on the passenger side, whichever way you do. Okay. 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 Yeah. Very good. Very good. Good luck. Thank you. Nice. All right, last call here. Uh, Are we into overtime? Okay, I don't know which one it is. I guess it's uh, I guess it's this one here. Hello. Actually, they're all gone. Okay, they're all gone. Everybody's gone. <laughs> we don't get paid overtime then. No way. Okay, the the one that I was waiting for is in. All right. All right. All right. We have the last, the very very last, last one. call. All right. Uh, steer tire wheel. Yes, sir. How are you doing? I'm good. You? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I have a super single steer tire in my car hauler. Uh, but the outside leaves of the both tires are wearing so bad. 
So I don't know if uh, something is wrong with it or it's normal old age. Because I had a tire since I bought a truck over a year ago and I put 100,000 miles on it. Right. Let me ask a couple of questions here. Uh, talking uh, about the steer tires, correct? Yeah. And we're talking about the outside shoulders on both steer tires, the, the shoulders that are away from the truck, correct? Away from the frame. Yeah, both the one close to the frame and the one outside on both tires are wearing the left. But the one on the left side, outside, wears more than others. Okay. So you're wearing the inside and the outside, outside shoulders, both, is that right? Yep. Okay. And the outside left is worse. And the outside left is yeah, worse. Okay. All right. We can find worse, that. Yeah. All right. Which tire are you running? Uh, oh, car hauler. I know it's a car hauler. Is a car hauler with no 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 decoupler? Has no decoupler. Ah, so you've got a regional is tire. It? They're going to wear both shoulders. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a Very wide. So what? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that wear is, is normal for a for a solid shoulder tire that is run in a highway operation. Yep. Okay. Because the, the okay. there's no tread, no no seal belting underneath the tread on the very edge of the tire. And then once it starts on the edge, it works its way back in and eats the whole rib off. Right. Eventually. So what brand of truck is this? Uh, Volvo. Volvo. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So I know what you got. Um, okay. I don't know a way to correct that with that tire. No, you need to you need to get the right tire under it. The problem is he may not be able to buy the right tire. If he's a car hauler. Car what size is that tire? I yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. So, yeah, because I'm about to change the tires this week. I'm trying to find out if he has a problem or is normal, so that the new one will not have the same thing within a short period of time. That's why I'm calling. If you can, if you can find a tire with a decoupler that is the correct size to fit that, you will get much better wear than if you buy one without the decoupler. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. That's fine. This is not a mechanical fault, and I can deal with the tire no, whenever it goes bad. Yeah, whenever it goes bad, I can change it. Yes, I think this is the type of tire. You need to get a better tire, okay? If, I mean, if you want, you can send us a picture of it, and we can verify that. Uh, that would be to... He can go to our website. Our website, yes. MDLine.com, yep. and there's email there, and you can send us a picture, yeah. okay? All right. We said that. Thank you. Very good, buddy. Have a good day. Yep. All right. Are we done? Yes, we're done. We're For done. two weeks. We're going to wrap it up. We're going to deal with the things we got to deal with. And uh, come back in two weeks. Yep. All bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and full of stories. You could be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah. All right. Thank you, folks. Been fun. See you later.